The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's David Wickert and Tim Holtman. Good morning and welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm David Wickert, Senior Loan Consultant and Chief Client Experience Officer, joined once again by Mr. Tim Holdman, Senior Loan Consultant. Hello, Tim. Yes, indeed. Good morning, David. Uh, if you've got a question or a comment, you can reach us on the WTMJ Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. And as always, you can grab a podcast of today's show and almost every show going back quite a ways uh, wherever you normally get your podcasts. In case you want to hear what Brian sounded like in 2006. Then, you know. Yeah, we'd have to dig that one up. <laughs> Uh, Okay, Tim, once again, on January 1st, every year, like the sun rising in the east, everyone, you know, gets back to it. And 2024, once again, like all the years that came before, a lot of folks, it doesn't matter if it was negative 1,000 degrees (laughs) outside, people want to buy houses. The brave were out there. The brave were out there. Bears fans, Vikings fans. No, last week. Anyway, uh, so (laughs) what I wanted to get going on today was a conversation that I had. I actually had two versions of the same conversation, which was, here's how much I can approve you for. Yep. And is that more than you actually want to spend on you know, on any particular home, probably yes. But so we'll I got into it. I got a call this week from a dad, who is also a past customer and a real estate agent. Oh, nice. Okay. And he was like, David, uh, my daughter and her husband have a particular house in mind. Okay. And they're talking to some lender who doesn't give me the warm and fuzzy that they actually know what they're doing. Mm. Can you please connect with them and help me feel confident in their mortgage game plan? It's a smart dad. Well, which is the, you know, the triple endorsement, right? Past customer, father, and a real estate estate agent. agent. Yeah, truly. Which as uh, my dad, I think the thing he is most proud of is when we help the kids and grandkids of Acuna customers. It's the ultimate compliment. It really oh, is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I connect with them, and this home, we started by saying, you know, the the they filled it out being like, oh, maybe the most we want to buy is about 300 But the house that they were particularly interested in was all the way up to 350 Sure. Okay. Which, as I'm always mindful of, a home makes it real. It's, yep. it's difficult to have the conversation in the abstract, like, uh, do we want to buy this ho- or oh, a house? Totally. $50,000 means something different when you are literally walking through the house and realizing what that 50K <laughs> could you. potentially get you. Yeah. yeah. So I was able to really dial in their income. We were mindful about 
the student loan payments that were listed on the credit report. Sure. Because this is all about, mas- not massaging, streamlining <laughs> the numbers to what their income is to see if we could lend them more money on paper, well, and in real life. Ultimately, though, the conversation that I enjoyed having, so I was able to get get them all the way up to like, if you want to buy this house at the price that it's listed at, mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. And then the conversation turned to real life topics. The first was they, it would take both of their incomes to qualify. Sure. For that for, amount. Right. Yeah. They also might want kids ah. sometime in the near-ish future. Don't do it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <clears throat> Those are not free. <laughs> no, they are not. And and what they're mindful of, and this is, a, I, I make the comment a lot that mortgage lending is a, a lot about numbers, but you're also making a life decision about Based on numbers. Yes. Yeah. And about not just who you are today, but also who you will become. Yeah. And so for them, if they make this reach for this house, man, they are, they're in it. They can make it happen. It might be a little tight a little to get stretched. Yeah, yeah, to get started, but they can't. If it's worth it to them, they can. But they're also just mindful of like, there's other expenses possibly in the future. <clears throat> Kids, diapers formula shoes that they grow out of right. every month and new, new pairs of shoes yeah and so they're you know they're wrestling with like cuz this by by stretch i remember dad he's he's always said this you know try to reach for the amount of house that you could be there for a long long time literally said that to grace and i when we were looking for our yeah. stuff well like, and buy, guess buy it was the true house that you'll be happy in in 5 years from now not the house that you'll be happy in today and these clients you know, they're wrestling with that, which, you know, as we said, that is a numbers discussion. Yeah. But it's also a life discussion. All right. I, I, I want I want to. So they were wrestling with that piece. I want to talk about just the other um, side of this back to the dad a little bit. I want to get to that after this first break. You're listening to the Accurate Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Thanks for hanging out with us on the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Young David. Guns edition. Young Guns. I'm David. That's Tim. Hello. Tim telling a story about a client referred by the trifecta, dad, repeat customer, real estate agent. And they're wrestling, you know, just um, the daughter and her husband. We figured out we we can approve them for their maximum. But the conversation I actually had with the dad then was he was willing to help with gift money. Oh, nice. Let's say $20,000. Because maybe on paper it would just give a little bit more elbow room to qualifying if he was also a co-signer on the mortgage. Okay. And then the other element to this, and they're, they're still uh, here on Sunday. I don't know if they're going to proceed with this particular house, but even if it's the next house. Right. The advice or the balance that I shared with him was it's, it's great that he's willing to 
you know, if it makes it um, easier for approval, he could gift $20,000. Grease the wheels a little bit. Exactly. The other thing that I wanted him to consider, though, was maybe adding him as a co-signer gets us the approval for a larger loan amount so that he doesn't have to stroke the check for the $20,000 gift mm. on the you know on the day of closing. Yeah, he could still gift them money after the fact. And, and month by month. Sure. He could slow walk. Yeah. Maybe one month they, you know, might need the help, right. one month for, they don't. Yeah. It's like a it's like a dad line of credit at 0% interest. And he really yeah. appreciated that. It was like I mean, he's willing to stroke the check on the day of closing if that's what it took. Sure. But he appreciated Maybe more the flexibility of, oh, yeah. you know what, David? That's a good idea because well, I think most his... I think most cosigners are willing to put their name on the loan, yeah. but their their expectation is you are making the monthly payment. <laughs> right. I'm just here because I needed to be here for whatever reason that the lender told me. But I'm sure you know from the dad's perspective, it's probably nice knowing oh. It's going to be easier for me to maybe slowly part with my gift money exactly. as needed rather than literally grabbing 20k out of my bank account and saying goodbye forever. So it's a nice uh nice little option that you presented David. And Good and ultimately, you. hey, come on, this is why we're <laughs> this is why we do what we do. And yeah. uh so there might I might have uh, have more to that story in the weeks and months to come. Yeah. But it was nice to be able to Offer those options. And and when you've got parents or grandparents or, you know, uh, another teammate Mm -hmm. to try to figure out a game plan, it wasn't, you know, if they just ended up calling some dumb bank and being like, can we buy this house? There's no... Can I can I share a different parent perspective? Yeah, story? yeah, yeah. So I've got one where the customer and I connected because uh, their realtor referred them to me. Yeah, and uh, the the guy they're first time home buyers, and the guy's dad is is really you know wanting to help out and everything like that, which is uh, totally a dad thing. It's a good ingredient to have. But, but but here's the interesting wrinkle. So they're they're looking in the North Shore area. They found a house that was just renovated, beautiful. Nice home, okay. I think in Glendale, if I, my memory serves me correct. Okay. Sounds da- like it's going to be a foot race the, for that house. Well, so not yet. It's been on the market for a week and a half and no offers. What? So uh, the the dad of, of my buyer lives in Kewaskum. Okay. And in his Kewaskum experience, the house is overpriced. Because guess what? If you picked up that house and plopped it in the middle of Kewaskum, it would be overpriced. <laughs> By a lot. Yes. But in North Shore, that market, the house was actually pretty reasonably priced, especially for a, a with, you know renovated kitchen, renovated bathrooms, renovated living space. Oh, Everything was, yeah. was newly done. So, yeah, the square footage, a little bit small for a sprawling Kewaskum home for, the, you know, for that price. Yes. But the comps in the North Shore supported the list price a thousand percent and then some. So... It was it was thirty grand over what the the buyers originally told me was their max that they wanted mm-hmm, to go to. Mm-hmm. But again, they could qualify all day for the higher list price of this property. So it came down to massaging. How do we get this monthly payment in line with where you actually want it to be? Sure. So maybe after the break, I can get into a creative financing solution that I presented to them 
they're in the midst of negotiations uh, with some counter offers. You so. say creative. It's it's let's turn on the lights and point at the thing you're yeah, afraid of. It's not scary. But exactly. after the break, we'll get into the details on how I think I'm going to solve this issue for our customers. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. All right. Welcome back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I am Tim Holdman, Senior Loan Consultant, joined by my colleague and more Senior Loan Consultant, David Wicker. Ouch. I mean, yes. <laughs> In but... a good way. But anyway, so before the break, uh, we're just swapping customer stories because that's what Dave and I do. We're on the front lines of loan consulting, talking to customers all day, every day. Yeah. Sometimes evenings and weekends, too, because that's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, so I've got some customers who fell in love with a home in the North Shore that is listed for 30k above their self-imposed maximum price range. And really I, and I don't say that in a bad way, we arrived at a max of 300,000 to arrive at a monthly payment that they are comfortable with in real life. Okay. This home fully renovated, listed for I think 330 or maybe 339. So they love it but they're like, "Oh, Tim, what do we do to get this monthly payment?" where we can still be comfortable with the rest of our daily lives and not be house poor. Yeah. David, without giving it away, and we didn't we didn't talk about it at break, what do you think is the solution that I am talking about with them? Well, I would have begun, uh, maybe you copied it from me and now I'm copying it back from you, <laughs> but, you know, you're describing $30,000 more. Yeah. Ugh, the anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not. It's about $200 more per month. Okay, right. But it's not $30,000 that has now left your savings account. Right. You are making a $200 decision, not a $30,000 decision. Exactly. No, yes. And and the other thing, too, given all the renovations you are outlining, mm -hmm. they don't have to pay for that. (laughs) Yeah. And they're, you know, in a reverse way, they're financing the yeah. seller's renovations right. via a monthly payment yeah. that so they otherwise would have to stroke a check for, right. probably. Save up for themselves and then and then pay for that work to renovate the home. So anyways. in a way, they're getting a discount. A <laughs> well, they are. No, it's true. So I, I, all those points I brought up, especially about this particular property being renovated, I said, listen. Imagine if this house was ugly yeah. and at two ninety five. Right, exactly. If you pay two eighty for this, sure, your monthly payment would be, you know, maybe five hundred dollars cheaper. But are you? Gonna, it's going to take you a long time to save up five hundred dollars a month and then pay for thirty grand worth of renovations. Yes, you, it's, you know, it's actually. A, a sort of accelerated way to get a nicer house doing it this way. <laughs> yes. So we talked about that, and we absolutely talked about, hey, what's the worst case scenario? Let's say you you do buy this full for full price, the list price. They're coming in with five percent down. Yeah. So here's that ugly higher monthly payment again, two hundred dollars a month higher than than their maximum yeah. they, they where they want to be. Yeah, this is some version of like substitution analysis, yeah. right? So yes, he, the payment's uglier and higher, but you're you need to take into mm-hmm. account. But you know, listen. Like they're they're young. Uh, they I think they have plans for kids, and they're you know all those things that they don't have this ten year career path where they know they're going to be making crazy money in a couple of years. So like I, I get the uncertainty. I really do. So here's what I suggested: come in at a competitive offer price. There's no other offers on the table, which is really helpful. The agent literally told me any other time of year this house would be going for over asking. Sure. So it's a benefit to be shopping out there in the bitter cold. When it turns 33 degrees outside, oh. the place is going to go. Yeah, exactly. So 
come in with a competitive offer, but ask for a seller credit. Uh, they can ask for a seller credit up to 3% of the list price, and they can use all hmm. of that yeah. to do a temporary rate buy-down. And I know that we've talked about that on the show previously. Yeah. I think I talked about it with Brian. But basically, it's a behind-the-scenes subsidy account that we can set up that throws money at lowering the monthly payment for the first 12 or even 24 months of the mortgage, depending on what flavor you pick out. And the seller is the one who pays for it and puts that money in that with little... With the credit yeah, with, in the contract. Exactly. So yep. I would never recommend this... I shouldn't say never. I would rarely recommend this product to a customer who doesn't have a seller credit coming in, because otherwise they're just paying the money to Themsel- themselves. Yeah. You're but, stealing from yourself to pay yourself in the future. Later, yeah. yeah. Might as well just keep that money in the bank on day one. But if the seller's paying for it, it's literally the seller paying for them to have an effective interest rate of either 1% or 2% lower than where the rates are at currently. Right. And then they kind of glide into it a little bit. Yeah, and bit. I said, hey, that worst Get comfortable. Ca- we still know what the worst case payment is starting on year three, but you may not even have the same mortgage in three years from now. Rates yeah. might come down. You yeah. might refinance before then. But, you know, that's not a guarantee. So. I, I very much wanted to go in showing them, hey, this is what the worst case scenario could be three years from now. But in the meantime, starting in year one, they're going to uh, use the seller credit if the seller agrees to get a, I think it was a 4.625% rate for the first Effective year. Interest Effective rate. Effective interest rate. Yes. Thank you. Which brought their monthly payment actually even under their monthly payment goal while still paying full price for the Boom. house, by the way. Yeah. So like the guy was ecstatic he's like you're telling me i and you know we a, a lot of texting a lot of phone calls a lot of go-to meetings wait you can text your loan consultant sure that's can. a thing yeah my personal cell phone now yeah. you know again please don't text in the me middle, at two yeah. in the morning with like a hey you <laughs> i up. won't get back to you yeah I, I will not but absolutely uh we we use text messages so they're in negotiations hopefully next week we'll have an update about them having an accepted offer uh but in the meantime more stories to come on the Acunet mortgage and realty show and now we're going to toss it over to wyatt barmore pooley at the 24-hour newsroom don't break the bank to get into a house back to the Acunet mortgage and realty show with brian wickert on wtmj good morning and welcome back to the Acunet mortgage and realty show telling stories because that's what Buying a house is all about. Uh, <laughs> Tim, I wanted to talk about local real estate knowledge. Oh, good. Okay. Because I have said more than once in the last week or two, even in 2024, relationships matter mm, the same, if not more. Oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, particularly between agents, between your lender and the agents. And this comes to uh, a particular client referred to me by their brother, who okay. I had helped buy a house in 2023. And now his brother with his fiance is looking at a home on the south side of Milwaukee. Okay. In the 350 to 450 price range, which is competitive. Yep. And as is the case a lot of times, they have a particular house in mind and... Um, and so we connected on Friday. Uh, they were scheduled to go see the house on Saturday, waiting to hear back. And the question that I posed to my client was, okay, your realtor, Vicki, as Vicki looks at this home, is her local knowledge give her that this home is underpriced 
overpriced or Goldilocks? Yeah. Yeah. Exact. Is it spot on? I ended up connecting with their agent on Friday, and I'll paraphrase. Her analysis was: this house is going to go way over <laughs> yeah, the list price. Sure. So it's listed under. It, it theoretically given yeah given the price range the you know demand. there's just the demand there's more people in the 350 to 450 mm-hmm. price range than there are in the 950 yeah. price and, range you know to steal your line that you've said a million times the list price is kind of a made up number anyways the value of a home is what two parties agree <laughs> that it's I worth. think I stole that from dad all right well oh, but I'm stealing but, it from fine. him stealing it from you yeah, yeah. and that's why having a great local agent and your local lender team up yeah. to advise you. It's hard to give advice about the whole market, <laughs> all the market. It's impossible, actually. When, it, when it's about a specific home, yeah. you can dial in on what will it take to win this house. Yep. You know, because and also the listing agent is no fool. They want to successfully get this home sold for their client. Absolutely. Yeah. And so they're going to what I told my client was the seller or the listing agent has an audience. It's the seller. Mm -hmm. And it all depends on what is the goal that you want to get this. What is the story that you want to deliver to your seller? Right. When you're a listing agent, what is the story you want your client to go tell their friends at Friday Fish Fry? Exactly, yeah. In this case, our our original analysis was this home is probably underpriced. Yeah. Which means kind of the goal is the listing agent would like their client to go tell all their friends, we got seven offers yep. all above list, and our listing agent is the best thing since tap beer because <laughs> we got all these offers. Yeah, That's the story that the listing agent is trying to deliver to their client. Right. And if you're in competition with any number of other hungry buyers, you are probably going to have to play a role in that story. For sure, yeah. And then it's like if everyone's offering over list, what are the other things that you and that agent are going to do to make your mutual client's offer stand above the crowd, right? Because exactly. if everyone's offering above list, it's like, okay, what Table else? Table stakes. Yeah, it's like exactly. That just gets you in the door. That yep. gets that gets your offer not thrown in the trash. It gets your offer on the kitchen table with the seven other offers. Yes. So now it's like, okay, what else are we going to do to make you win? Because it's like, this is, this, is Ricky, this is Ricky Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last, right? There's only one winner. It doesn't matter if you were the second best offer. You Ricky Bobby as, Real Estate. You might as well have been the worst. <laughs> Ricky Bobby Mortgage. Ah, man, you know. There's still time. All right. We'll put yeah. a pin in that. Yeah. Because uh, you know, you're right. And, and some of those conversations, it actually makes sense to have them when a particular house is in mind, just like you said. Because, like, we can talk about strategies, and, and you know, I do with my customer of a couple different things, but... A, because that's way, that's before it's real. It's before they have a house that they've walked through. And also, some strategies will make sense for certain homes, and uh, and sometimes they won't based yeah. on what the list price is and the, the local market and all that stuff. So I've actually got a good story to dovetail off of yours yeah. uh, when we come back. Uh, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, WTMJ. 
important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, David and I are having a good time on the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show, uh, just swapping home shopping stores because it is January 21st and there's already a lot of activity yeah. out there, so it bodes well for spring and summer. But uh, we're talking about all right, if you know the house has seven offers and they're all above list, what else uh, can be done to make your yeah. offer more competitive, yeah. right? So I connected with some customers earlier this week. Uh, really great story. They're really sharp, uh, young married couple, first-time home buyers. So they don't know a lot, but they're really enthusiastic about learning okay. a lot, which I, I love those kinds of customers. So they reached out when to the us. student is ready, the teacher will appear. Absolutely, that the teacher has appeared because uh, they reached out. Teacher to Tim, yeah. So their dad listens to the radio show. His dad, and he didn't know about Akinet. My my customer had no idea about Akinet, but sure. his, his dad did, and yeah. he said, "Hey, you should check out these guys." Because he had talked to a couple banks and credit unions, whatever. And yeah. he was like, "Yeah, well, I was actually set with talking to these other folks." And then my dad said, "Hey, it's worth checking out Akinet." Yeah. So we connected. And the conversation quickly, because uh, I, you know, when I know someone is talking to other lenders, I just cut right to it, Mister Customer. What is? What are your best priorities? What are your biggest priorities for choosing your lender? Right? Yeah. What matters most to you? Because I'm, I want to deliver that. So it it quickly or tell you if I can't deliver that for sure. Yeah, and then I'll tell you to go run to whoever else you're talking yeah. to that can deliver that yeah. thing. But we try to be the best of everything at Acunet, sure. obviously. So. We quickly uh, was apparent that we were just as competitive as anyone else on rate and loan costs, in some cases more competitive. For sure. But it turns out his priority was more, hey, I know I'm shopping. <laughs> He's like, Tim, I know this sounds cliche, but me and my wife want to buy where everyone else wants to buy. We want to buy Tosa, Whitefish <laughs> Bay, Shorewood, yeah. Bayview, right? You know, all the hot spots. I'm like, yeah, it is cliche, but you're right. That's where everyone else is shopping. Yeah. So he knew already from talking to his realtor and, and fan, friends and family, I got to be competitive. I, yeah. I'm going to be going up against the hordes of other millennials who are trying to buy their first home in 2024. Zers, or yeah. whatever they're called. Gen Zers, yeah. So we immediately dived into that. We ended up talking for about an hour on the phone. We did a go-to meeting, and we talked about some strategies aside from just offering a healthy asking price, because sure. certainly that <clears throat> is important. Money talks. But if that's just getting that's you like in the going door, on a date and you have a clean shirt, it's like that's <laughs> yeah. kind. Of, it's a you, low bar. You oh, showered, gonna, yeah, yeah. You right, smell literally. good. You, you offered more. You are not you, smelly. You brushed your teeth, yeah. So it's like okay, but now personality, humor, all those other things, right? Uh, so the, mor the mortgage version of that is we talked about. Hey, you're, and by this point they had already filled out my application. I had their financials in front of me. They were saved up. They had a 20% down payment as wow. first-time homebuyers. I was like, good for you guys. I was like, not a lot of people know this, but we can actually find out. If you have a particular house in mind, before you make an offer, I can find out if we can waive the appraisal on that ding, purchase. Ding, ding, And he's like, what? How is that possible? I was like, trust me, we can do it, and your agent's going to love me for that. Yes. Because guess what? If you're offering the same price as someone else, but they have an appraisal contingency and you don't, Holy cow, is the seller going to love your offer more, yes. right? Say it again for the people in the back, Tim. Sure. If you have a particular property in mind and you're putting at least 20% down, you, Mr. Customer, can text me or email me the address of the house you're making an offer on, 
And within 10 minutes, I can turn around and tell you if we have the ability to waive the appraisal for loan approval purposes, a.k.a. you can get your loan approved with no appraisal. Nobody walks through the house. No one walks through the house. There's one less thing. Sellers love less Less things. stuff. And it saves you 475 bucks. but that's really just the cherry on top. It removes the uncertainty of, oh, my goodness, what happens if the appraisal comes in low? Because that's what the seller's worried about, right? Yeah. So or, or, or what if it's picky? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just... It's one more opportunity for something to go sideways exactly. in the deal, right? So that was a big one. Uh, we also talked about a rock-solid pre-approval. The other folks he had talked to uh, did not offer any sort of pre-approval with a money-backed guarantee yeah. uh, from the lender, that vote of confidence. And then the last thing we talked about was what Brian likes to call appraisal wiggle room. So let's say we can't waive the appraisal outright, but maybe you're feeling a little uncomfortable offering thirty grand above list even although maybe that's what the house is actually worth. Maybe yeah. the house is just listed low. Um, if the seller is concerned about the appraisal contingency, we can write a modified version of that yes. to add in wiggle room, which says to the seller, hey, we're offering 500 k The home only needs to appraise for 470 right? And if it appraises for 470 or, or above, we're not going to come back to you, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, and yeah. ask for a, a lower purchase price. And on the buyer side, it's not scary at all if the appraisal does come in low they don't have to bring the difference to closing we can bridge that low value from our end by lending a greater percentage of that home's value nice and it basically only changes their monthly payment by about 15 or 20 bucks a month which is nothing these are the tools in our toolbox yeah so uh one more segment to go when we come back on the acunet mortgage and realty show find a place to call home Without the headache, this is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right. Welcome back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I am Tim. That is David. Uh, ending the show with kind of an interesting The topic. other side of we, the fun parts yeah. of buying. Yeah. We're, we're pivoting away from house hunting and home shopping to uh, Wisconsin marital property law. <laughs> And refinancing. So we, we've both had interesting stories about this lately. Uh, I'll begin with mine. I have a customer of mine that we helped him refinance his existing mortgage a couple of years ago. Uh, so this wasn't a purchase mortgage. He already owned the home. Uh, and just refinanced into a lower rate because it was 2021, and that's what everyone was doing back yeah, yeah, then. Yeah. So at the time, he was married, and we didn't need his wife on the loan to qualify. So for simplicity purposes, we left her off. They're both jointly on title, owning the home, but mm. just him uh, was on the mortgage. So The borrowed money. Yes. So in Wisconsin, and David, I know you know this, but I'm saying this for all the listeners out there. If you are married and refinancing a mortgage, your spouse needs to attend closing to sign not the note, which is the promise to repay the yep. borrowed money, but they need to sign the mortgage because Wisconsin is a marital property state which means that state law dictates that a spouse is on the hook for a mortgage uh, as long as they are the spouse, you know, even if they're not on the loan. Yeah. I guess that's the simplest plain English way I can put that. As always, consult with your attorney, but yeah. for, for purposes of this story, yeah. yeah. And, and your spouse, in your example, has to give the permission to collateralize that, the, the, the primary the property. home. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. So... Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, my customer reaches out to me. He's like, Tim, unfortunately, I'm getting a divorce. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. And he's like, yeah, you know, we're, we're moving forward with it. My soon-to-be ex-spouse hired a quote-unquote expert, and I'm using air quotes <laughs> in the studio here, uh, who says 
hey, you got to get a letter from your lender releasing your soon-to-be ex-wife from the mortgage. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. No uh, problem. Yeah, except she's not on the mortgage because she wasn't on the note. She didn't sign the note, yeah. and she wasn't on the loan application at all. So kind of hard to release her from something that she's not on. Uh, and I went on to explain that, yes, she did sign the loan at closing, to basically give permission for the mortgage to happen since mm. she was a, a wife of yours at the time. But once the divorce is finalized, she is now no longer your spouse and therefore marital property does not apply. Well, generally, the, the cleanest way would be you, your attorney or a title company could draft up a quit claim deed Absolutely. and remove her. Remove her from title. And as soon as she's off title, she's not obligated on that mortgage anymore because she wasn't really part of that I'm gonna, application I'm gonna to begin with. I'm obligated on the ownership. Because yes. he is obligated on to pay the money back. Right. And solely. Yes. And he al always was the sole person to yeah. sign the note, which is the promise to repay. So kind of just an interesting uh, uh, exercise in semantics <clears throat> for, for anything else. Because, you know, I, I told him, listen, I'm happy to review whatever this person sends us. But the reality is, is once she is no longer your spouse, she is not obligated on the mortgage anymore. The And that's kind of the, I'm going to call that the, clean version of <laughs> yeah. how to go your separate ways. I, I got a separate call from a client or from their realtor mm. who they also, uh, you know, parting ways. His client's pain point though was, I got this two and a half percent interest rate Yeah, with my, in this case, they were not married. Ah, but they were both on the but loan together. they were together. both on the yeah. note, the borrowed money together. And, and, you know, the question was just like, is there any way in all the world <laughs> where he, my client, because he's going to keep the house, sure. that he can keep his low rate, but also remove his now ex-partner? Mm. And, and my verdict was, I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah, that's tough. Be and, and and part of the reason why, as I described to my client, was the traditional path is if you if you owe this money together mm -hmm. and you'd like to remove someone from the borrowed money, you must refinance to prove again yeah. that you alone right. can swing the borrowed money in the monthly well, payments. And not to mention that a refinance truly is just a new mortgage is created, which pays off and closes the loan that both of them were on, and then the new loan is just in the the new single borrower's name. Well, and as I, I, I hyperbolically <laughs> phrased to the agent who called, I was like, well, what if your client, you know, just started a new business, you know, two months ago yeah. and doesn't really have any income to speak of that they could then qualify for a refinance? It's... Um, so in in that case, you... If you want to hang on to the home, but mm -hmm. release, as you phrased it, uh -huh. your now ex, I, I have some, every expectation should be that you'll need to go refinance. Yeah. And actually, I have another client who I helped buy a house in early 2023. Mm. They're also getting oh boy. separated. Yeah. Uh, but the quick version is he was on the borrowed money. They owned it together. Oh. Now she is refinancing 
in her name only to uh-huh. release him and remove him from the loan. Yep. But now we're using over. her income. But we we need to go through that step again to prove that she can qualify. Can qualify on her. Absolutely. If you'd like to connect with this smart mortgage folks at Acunet Mortgage, all you got to do is click on the blue button at acunet.com. Tim, thanks for hanging out. Absolutely. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.